Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hi, Ingrid. Hey, Scott. How are you? I am a little depleted from the whole Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> what do you even call it? Experience. Experience. Yeah, the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving experience. Yeah, we'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we were talking about this technique of, of setting a timer and setting a timer for like five minutes, 10 minutes with whoever you're speaking to. And while the timer is going, one person's speaking the other person's listening. You said you were going to try that out with your family. Have you been <laughs> able to uh, implement that yet? Oh, my God. You know, I thought about that in the middle of the Thanksgiving catastrophe, and I feel like everything was too hot to even bring it up. Yeah. I feel like that's something to bring up when you're like, okay, we're going to have a conversation. Maybe we can try this technique, see how it goes, and maybe we'll have some better communication. But instead of, you know, some regular conversation happening, it was just immediately blow out, like literally minute one upon entering the house. Yes. So it wasn't the best timing. And I was thinking about it while it was happening. And I was just like, I, I, I cannot. Yeah. You can't stop and say, hey, everyone, stop. I've got this great idea. <laughs> We're going to all do this thing where, where I set a timer for 10 minutes and one person talks at a time and yeah. everybody else listens. Yeah. It's like two people were already <laughs> screaming. Two people were already crying. <laughs> so maybe we can revisit that next week. Yeah. To yeah. maybe resolve the problems from from the Thanksgiving day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a tense day. Dude, I've never had a Thanksgiving like that. It was insane. And I I had already warned everyone. Usually I'm the most patient of everybody and I'm trying to keep the peace and communicate and be like a mediator basically. So everyone doesn't rip their hair out. Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't in that space. Even to my niece, I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm feeling very irritable today. So nobody poke me. Like Mm -hmm. don't jump on me. Don't scream in my ear. Cause she likes to play jungle gym on me. Yeah, I'm like, I'm feeling extra sensitive. Yeah. And then just immediately upon walking in, someone's yelling. And I was just like, no, this is not the fucking day. Absolutely not. Like, no. Yeah. Well, I imagine, I mean, a lot of the tension is the moon was in Aries, you know, the moon and the, the sign of the ram yeah. ruled by Mars, the god of war on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, it was pretty so, intense. I yeah. could feel that uh, fiery energy for sure. <laughs> yes. But the food was really good. Good. Which is my favorite thing. Good. Yes, absolutely. I had some really good cooking time in with my mom and hmm. yeah, besides the big fight at the beginning of the day, the rest of the day went pretty smooth. Okay. But it's hard to fully recover from that. 
I feel like I'm okay, but I'm pretty sure my mom was kind of... She was shaken. Yeah. Yeah, it was not ideal. And my mom and my sister probably like felt the worst. Yeah. I think I've just... I don't know if it's from so much trauma that I just don't feel as much anymore or I've worked through a lot of my stuff so it affects me less. I don't know which one it is. You don't know if it's the fact that you've worked through it mm-hmm. or what was the other side? Just disconnecting because it's disconnecting. happened It's happened yeah. for so long that I just don't care. I like to think that you've worked through it. I think that I have. Good. I feel for your mom. I'm someone who, when I was young, I was really hard on my mom. But as we've gotten older, I'm just like, yeah, there's no reason to get on her. It's just like, let her be. And she's very sensitive and she's very sweet. Like my mom would never do anything on purpose Mm -hmm. to like poke at somebody. Yes. Yeah. Got to be nice to the, to the women with advanced ages. Yeah. Like everybody has their issues, like being forgetful. Right. And I don't think that he did anything on purpose either. That person having the explosion like he didn't mean to Mm -hmm. and he felt bad afterwards but like yeah it just sucks like not having any communication skills is kind of like the basis of this whole situation was nobody knows how to communicate yeah when the anger happens there's there's a lot of feelings there Mm -hmm. everybody has feelings for each other when things aren't connecting that's when they combust yeah it was definitely a many different issues that hadn't been discussed over a long period of time kind of came out over like a turkey baster. Mm. (laughs) That's how it is, right? You know, it's like the whole stereotype of you always leave your toothbrush here, you know? And it's like, are you really mad about the toothbrush (laughs) or is it like a laundry list of other things? Yeah. I kind of, I tried to tell everyone that it sucks that he exploded, but he has his own shit going on. It's about a million other things. It's definitely not about this one item. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was personal, but like, you really can't take it that personal. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. So I'm back home with all kinds of pie recollecting. (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> you brought like homemade pie I back did. home? Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. So what is happening this week? What is happening this week? Is, is there going to be any healing from the explosions of last week? <laughs> God, I hope so. I feel like there's there's always healing, always opportunities for healing. I tried to kind of bring that perspective, having the explosion, being able to get some stuff out that we did need to talk about. I'm like, this sucks that this happened, but like, sounds like there's a lot of unresolved stuff that no one's talking about. And that's why this happened. So maybe that's like a good excuse to like fix some shit. And that's what it's all about with the sun in Sagittarius. The sun in Sagittarius is all about honesty, not sugarcoating things, being blunt, taking off the filter, saying what you feel, being honest about it, being truthful. It hurts, maybe. Could be some hurtful healing. If you're healing, it's not always a pleasant feeling. No, people always think that like, oh, you're healing yourself. Sunshine and rainbows. I'm like, no, bitch, this shit sucks. It's hard and it's really uncomfortable. Yes, I feel like that's the real healing. If it's sunshine and rainbows, I don't think that that's really healing. It's just like if if you broke a bone in your body when it's coming back together... And you have a cast on, you know, sometimes it itches Mm. or if you have a cut, it might itch. All the blood is rushing there to heal it and it can get infected even if you don't take care of it properly, but it's always itchy. So when you're doing the healing, you're going through some dark, painful experiences to get to the other side, to where the sunshine and rainbows are. 
but going through the healing part is not sunshine and rainbows. It's it's dark. It's shadow work. Yeah. It's painful, but that's what you have to go through in order to get to the sunshine and rainbows. It's so true. Yeah. So here we are, December 7th through the 13th. That's the week that we're looking at here. And it's all about open communication and karmic healing. Wow, so fitting. Yes. <laughs> so funny. We never even planned this, like what we're going to talk about. But then it sometimes just like lines up like this. So as we get into the week, I want to think about three keys to a healthy relationship. And that's whoever you're in relationship with. Family, friends, lovers, business partners, communication. That's the number one key. You have to be able to openly communicate. And in order to openly communicate, there needs to be some vulnerability on both sides. So that's the second key is being vulnerable, being willing to be open to listen, open to share as opposed to hiding. And then the third key is authority because you need to come to the situation from a place of authority, from a place of true confidence. And you want to respect the partner, whoever that may be, their authority as well. So a healthy relationship should have two individuals that both respect each other's authority and they respect each other's authority because they're vulnerable with each other and that vulnerability leads to honest, open communication. So the three keys are communication, vulnerability, and authority. So Monday, December 7th, we're looking at Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. So kicking off the week with relationship theme, aligning with the North Node, the soul's purpose in Gemini, the sign of communication. Venus is in Scorpio, which is the sign that represents karmic bonds, the bonds that you share with those that you are in close proximity to. These are like your, your soulmates, the people whose soul is tied to yours. So, I mean, you could even look at this as your mother, your father, your sister's boyfriend, you know? I mean, he's somebody who's like entangled with your soul. Totally. It's all about communication here. What is your soul's purpose as a communicator in your karmic bonds? How would you like to reset your soul contract with your closest bond to become a better communicator? Going back to those three keys, communication is number one. Vulnerability creates that open line of communication. And then, yeah, just respecting each other, that being an authority, being able to express yourself and like stand in your power and not back down from the situation, but also have enough respect for the other party to hear their experience and understand where they're coming from. Yes. Sounds so simple. It is simple in the way that it sounds, but putting it into practice is the real challenge. It so is. Just in the heat of the moment, it's so hard to listen to the other party and always like show a certain amount of respect when you're so amped up. Oh my God, yeah. Totally. Practice. It's practice. That's it. Life is practice. Tuesday, December 8th, Venus again in Scorpio, the planet of relationships in the psychic sign, the sign of secrets, the sign of magic, karmic bonds, the sign that represents the spiritual bonding that occurs during the physical act of sex aligns with the moon, the planet of emotions. In Virgo, the sign that represents the details, 
So this is about emotional analysis of the karmic bond. Really paying attention to your feelings in the karmic bond. Paying attention to what you feel through your relationship with your partner or partners. Virgo is also, because it's symbolized by the Virgin, represents service. Service to others. So how can you be of service in your deepest bonded relationships? A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how you can affect each other's energy. So maybe tapping into that, taking responsibility for how you can affect others with what you bring to the table. So acts of service can definitely fall into that category. What are you bringing to the table in your personal relationships? What do you have to offer? Just being aware of the energy you're bringing into the room. Yeah, I like that. Being aware of the energy that you're bringing into the room. Or to the relationship. Or to the relationship. It's important to take a close look at that. It's not an easy thing to do. No, it's so easy to see it when it happens to us. When someone else comes into our space and brings their energy, whether it's negative or positive, we can immediately feel that and are affected and kind of take note of it. But we don't always take a look at how we affect others. So like, are we bringing people up or are we bringing people down? Who do we want to be? Yes. Are you lifting the vibe or draining the vibe? Yeah, that's tough. Nobody wants to be the downer, right? And that doesn't also have to mean like we all have shit that's happening to us. So just sharing what you're going through, even if it's negative, doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a downer. But just having a a balance of yeah, where you're guiding your energy and what intention you have behind it. Where you're guiding your energy and what intention do you have behind it. That's very important. Because on Wednesday, December 9th, there's an alignment that kind of mirrors that lifting and draining. Glass half full, glass half empty. Because it's the sun in Sagittarius. So the sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality wherever it goes. And right now, it's bringing light, life, and vitality to Sagittarius, which is mutable fire. It's symbolized by the archer. It's ruled by Jupiter, the planet of expansion, the planet of luck. So the energy of Sagittarius, like the archer, is always looking far beyond the horizon or maybe a thousand yards away, let's say, and the archer is very confident that when they pull back on that bow and let the arrow fly, it's going to nail the target. So very optimistic. Yes, optimistic. But the sun is aligning with Neptune in Pisces. That's the cloudy planet? That's the cloudy planet. The planet of deception, illusion, compassion but also confusion confusion yes yeah that's definitely very opposite yeah so neptune is moving through pisces and neptune is one of the planetary rulers of pisces the other planetary ruler of pisces is jupiter which is also the planetary ruler of sagittarius pisces is the final sign of the zodiac so it carries the weight of the 11 previous signs Pisces rules the feet. The feet carry the weight of the entire body. So that weight is what makes the Pisces energy very compassionate, but it can also feel like a burden because when you're so intuitive to what other people are feeling, instead of looking at the world as the glass half full, it's easy to see it as the glass half empty because you've just, you've felt the pain of so many people. So this is the contrast of this alignment here is one side is that Sagittarius glass half full. The other side is that Pisces glass half empty. And I don't mean to say that as like a negative thing for 
Pisces people out there. It's just like you feel so much that when you feel so much, like you recognize all the suffering that goes on. So it's hard to be that, hey, what's up, guys? You know, jovial person. That's why like Gemini and Pisces or Sagittarius and Pisces, like they don't really vibe because Gemini and Sagittarius are lighter. Pisces is heavier. So how can you openly express your truth while still being compassionate to the other? Not pointing the finger, just expressing your experience without putting blame on the other party. I love that because that's like a big lesson for the Sagittarius energy is instead of pointing the arrow out at someone else, turn the bow around at yourself. Recognize your responsibility in the relationship. It's not all on the other person. One of my friends told me that like anytime there's just some shit happening in your life, things that you don't like, conflict, when he gets down to like the root of it, it all comes back to him. Like we all need to just take a look at ourselves. Like we put ourselves in that situation. So if it's continuing and we're frustrated about it, that's on us. Yep. If we don't like our boss or we don't like our boyfriend or whatever's happening, we don't have to stay there. We have options. We can make choices to change our situation. So you can only point the finger out for so long before you have to take a look at yourself. (laughs) I mean, we can look at everyone else all day and blame other people, but we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves. And that means doing things that are uncomfortable sometimes and just taking, yeah, taking responsibility for what's happening in our life. Totally. It's like looking at everyone around you is like a divine mirror. When you look in the mirror, an actual mirror, are you critical of yourself? Are you hard on yourself? Do you admire yourself? I mean, I don't think most of us really take a look in the mirror at all. Yeah. It's so easy to get caught up in our stories. Yes. I feel like every person I come into contact with, what I work towards in my attitude is this person is showing me something about myself. Whoever I come into contact with, whether it's you or the random person at the grocery store that I interact with, every person I come into contact with is showing me at the very least a sliver of a reflection of myself. That's why they're there. So I'm supposed to learn something from this interaction about myself. So I think if you approach your relationships from that perspective, then you can have a little more compassion for the person that you're interacting with while still being truthful. Because how would you speak to yourself? But some people speak very mean to themselves. They do. So that's something else to think about. Are you being compassionate to yourself in how you're speaking? You know, it's like the person that says, I'm hard on you, but I'm even harder on myself. Okay, well, that doesn't really make me feel any better. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, that's great. You feel like shit and you also make me feel like shit. (laughs) And that's like that lowering the vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting deep here. So this is a multi-generational alignment. This is the ninth time that this alignment has occurred since 2012. And it occurs five more times after this. And then it doesn't happen again for another 151 more years. So we're like two thirds of the way through the cycle. Yeah. Something like that. And And then like always, the closer you get towards the end of the cycle, if you're doing the work, 
the easier this process is going to get. But if you're not doing the work... And the more rewarding it gets. Ew. But if you're not doing the work, yeah, the harder it gets. Yeah, the harder it gets and the more, like, explosions are going to be happening if you're not, like, maintaining and kind of keeping up with your, <laughs> your shit. But this is one of those difficult healing alignments where it's that blunt honesty, but then compassionate Neptune, Pisces. Thursday, December 10th, five planets, a lot happening here. The sun again in Sagittarius is opposing the north node. So really shining a light on your soul's purpose as a communicator, being truthful, being honest in how you communicate with yourself and communicate with others, asking questions of others. It's also in alignment with Mars. So Mars, the sun and the north node are all three aligning with each other. Mars is the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict. In Aries, the sign that it rules. So there's a lot of heat in this day as far as the verbal communication and putting your words into action. So think about how can you act freely with true bravery? How can you speak your truth in order to fulfill your soul's purpose as a communicator? How can you speak your truth in order to fulfill your soul's purpose as a communicator? Leading by example, you can talk all day, but if you're not walking the walk, then it doesn't really matter. Taking responsibility for yourself and yeah, leading by example. The more you're able to communicate in a healthy way, it opens up the floor for other people to respond in a healthy way. Yeah, by doing, by doing. Today's definitely a day of doing. I mean, you got to back up your words now. That's what today's about. I mean, that can also be just initiating the uncomfortable conversation and holding space for it and using like that 10 minute rule. Maybe that's a great day for addressing whatever issues have been coming up. Yes. The 10 minutes. Yes, yes, yes. So this is also happening the same day that Venus, the planet of relationships in Scorpio, karmic bonds is aligning with Pluto, the planet of transformation, the god of death, lord of the underworld in Capricorn, the sign of authority. Wow. So if you can tap into your personal authority and communicate with honesty in your close personal relationships, there might be a transformation to your relationship. Yes. Death of the old ways. Yes. A lot of growth. A big opportunity for growth today with the transformation. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of fear around that day. It's like, Sometimes it's really exciting. Shit has not been good in the past. So like, let that shit go. Have the shitty conversation so you can have a new way of communicating together. Yes. And this is a multi-generational alignment. This has occurred 13 times since 2009. Today's the 14th. These two planets, Venus and Scorpio, Pluto and Capricorn are going to align four more times after today. And then it's another 231 years until they align in this way again. So this is such a multi-generational opportunity to transform your relationship energy, what you're bringing to the table in relationship. Friday, December 11th, the moon has now moved on. It's in Scorpio now. Emotions in the deepest, darkest, most passionate sign aligning with Neptune in Pisces. Deep passion, emotional compassion. How can you open up the depths of your emotions to find compassion for yourself and the ones you are most bonded to? 
So if you followed through and had that uncomfortable conversation yesterday, today is about having compassion for yourself and the other party about whatever emotional baggage you needed to discuss, like how that came about and why you want to heal through it. And it's important to remember that the dark side of this alignment is manipulation and deception. So if you didn't have that conversation, if you've been skirting around, hiding, beating around the bush, then something could come up that causes you to manipulate and deceive the person that you're with. And that is just going to descend you into deeper darkness. And also deception doesn't necessarily have to be on purpose, but hiding your truth ends up feeling like a lie and then you're going to explode. You were late to pick me up last week and we didn't talk about it and it really bothered you. Just not speaking up for yourself is going to create almost like a lie in your relationship. Like you're not happy, but you pretend like you're happy. Yes. You can lie without actually telling a lie, right? Yeah. Yes. I love that you brought that up. It's so important to remember that because it's like, I didn't lie. It's like, well, you didn't just say you were mad at me, so I couldn't even resolve it. So now you're acting weird. I don't even know why you're acting weird because I didn't know something was wrong. Yeah. It's been festering for over a week, but you didn't tell me. We could have dealt with this. Saturday, December 12th, the moon continues through Scorpio, and now it aligns conjunct with Venus in Scorpio. So this is more emotions, relationships, passionate depth. This is connecting your emotions to your relationship. How can you bring down the boundaries and fully open yourself up to another? Because Scorpio is all about vulnerability. Think of the scorpion. It's this tiny creature. You could squash it. Scorpio is about vulnerability, bringing down the boundaries. I think we've talked about it a lot today, but yeah, opening yourself up to another. Vulnerability is the most scary thing that you can do. Being able to just be honest and open to somebody, even though you know it might change your relationship, is terrifying. Yes. I mean, the more you practice it, the easier it gets. I feel like I've gotten so much better about being able to stand in the discomfort and not letting it restrict me. In the past, I feel like it just like your throat closes, your stomach closes, your whole body shuts down, you run away, you avoid the issue, you don't talk to that person. So many things can happen from just the fear of opening up. But worst case scenario is, I mean, I guess you might lose that person, but the alternative is horrible. <laughs> yeah. The alternative is an extended discomfort. Mm-hmm. It's like ripping off the Band-Aid or pulling it off slow. Yeah, it feels like indefinite limbo when you're not being open and honest. And then you also don't really get the opportunity for a reward of any type of healing. You're never going to get what you want. Yeah, and that's total torture. Like standing in our own way. I mean, we're also not taught to (laughs) stand in our discomfort. We avoid it at like all costs. That's like human nature. Right? We're not taught that it's okay to be uncomfortable in the honesty. I mean, I think that's why people like lie and cheat. Like it just, the fear of expressing yourself is so great that it's like worth self-torture and self-sabotage. It gets easier the more you practice it and less scary every time you do it. And then it doesn't really become such a big deal. Yeah. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, totally. scary the first time, but then once you get the hang of it, you're like, okay, this is just... It's still exhilarating, but it's not scary. Mm-hmm. Sunday, December 13th, Neptune again talked about this planet a lot this week is now in alignment with mercury in sagittarius so mercury is the messenger of the gods guide of souls to the underworld the planet of consciousness and communication 
so the planet of the conscious mind, Mercury, aligns with Neptune, the planet of the unconscious mind. That's also the cloudy planet. The cloudy planet. So that can be kind of confusing for your communication? Yes. Clouds, I think of like a couple different ways. I think of like driving in the fog. It's scary. You can't see. You need to go really slow. Follow the lines. Then I also think of like being in a field on my back, looking up at the big puffy clouds and just letting my mind drift into wherever it goes. And so on one hand, you've got that direct bow and arrow from the archer firing into the clouds, (laughs) into the fog. Like, is it going to hit a target? I mean, it seems like that would be a good time for some introspection, meditation, slowing down, alone time, figuring out what is happening in your subconscious. So when that bow is firing, you're like using your intuition to guide you instead of just firing blindly. Yeah, I like that. Blunt but compassionate. That's what I think when I think of this alignment. Blunt but compassionate. The planet of communication is in the sign that is most blunt And the planet of the unconscious is in the sign that is the most compassionate. So being direct, but also being compassionate? Yeah, exactly. Being direct, but soft. Not trying to hurt somebody. Not being malicious. Understanding that the person that you're speaking to has feelings. And consider whether you think that they're going to like to hear this difficult truth that you're going to tell them. This is another multi-generational alignment. Today's the ninth time these two planets have aligned since 2012, and they will align seven more times between now and 2026, and then it will be another 151 years. So the planets are really dictating for us to learn how to communicate directly but compassionately. Tuning into yourself and getting grounded in your communication, figuring out what the root issue is before firing some words. Why are you firing the arrow? So before you can get to why are you firing the arrow, you have to look within. Why do you want to fire the arrow? Look within. Once you've looked within and done that unconscious work as to why you're firing the arrow, then there's a little more meaning behind the act as opposed to just reacting out of some sort of feeling that you're not sure of. Yeah, totally. Oftentimes we are, we're just reacting instead of acting with intention. Acting with intention. Yeah, the only way to really do that is definitely slowing down. (laughs) Gotta slow down. When the fog comes in, you gotta slow down. When Neptune is involved, you have to slow down. That's the fog. Slow down, reflect within, What's going on inside of me right now? Where are these thoughts coming from? And then fire. Are we ready to wrap up the week? We are. Do you have any takeaways? I guess my takeaway is this week feels like a lot of being compassionate, being direct, focusing on relationships, acting with authority, following up your words with action. It's not just about talk. It's about doing And in following those cues, your relationship will transform in a positive way. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think slowing down enough to see the intention behind your actions. 
so your actions are more purposeful and turning inside to see what the root issues are before communicating so you know the purpose behind your actions so you can be compassionate while still maintaining that sense of authority and honesty in your communication. I think if you can really be honest and grounded and see the why behind what you're saying and not just trying to hurt someone's feelings or just reacting to a situation, that's when you get real clarity and that's where you really take that intentional action and leading by example. I love how you summed that up. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you, Scott. We see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper and want a personal reading with Scott, go to theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit.